You're listening to Seattle Real Estate Podcast. Now, I know most of you following the Seattle Real Estate Podcast, you're going to find this information shocking that I'm going to deliver to you today. The Portland police struggle to fill new uniform team to stem shootings. And the citizen oversight group holds its initial meeting and yet still has some issues with that initial meeting as well. Got a lot of stuff going on in Portland. Why do we cover Portland so much? Because it's on the West Coast. It's kind of a sister city of Seattle. And man, they've got stuff just going on. It's not necessarily good either. I mean, it's, oh, they've just got craziness. That's what we're covering today. Um, yeah, you know, the gun violence reduction team that, that was defunded and they got rid of and then gun violence just spiked. We're trying to get ahead of the whole gun violence thing. It's not going well. That's what we're talking about. All right. If you're new here, my name is Sean Reynolds. I own a couple of real estate companies. So why wouldn't I just read the news that you want to hear? All right, let's jump on into it. And I always make fun of that because it is kind of ridiculous. The real estate guys reading the news. I mean, but it's 2021. Anything goes. I mean, professional YouTubers turn boxers, make 20 million bucks for a fight. I mean, what's wrong with that? And everybody's like, ah, it's not boxing. No, it's not. It's entertainment and it is entertaining. So you get what you pay for. All right. So only a few Portland police officers so far have volunteered to staff a new uniform team to proactively address gun violence with greater community oversight. Let's, let's just start with that. So do you find it shocking that police officers are not running out in droves to get into this, this uh, team? I mean, you've been defunded. Everybody makes fun of you. They tell you that you should kill yourselves. You're looking for jobs in any city that's pro, you know, back the blue. And it's not Portland. You have to deal with these ridiculous protesters that for over 100 nights, 120, 150, whatever it was, just basically made your job a nightmare. And the city leadership didn't do anything about it. Is it shocking that no cops in Portland want to, you know, go out and do this team, given the fact they already had a good team in place? And then it, it basically got shut down and defunded because that was politically the right move at the time per their leaders. Is, is this a, no, this is not a surprise to any of us. The trouble finding officers has prompted a special recruiting effort to get bureau members to sign up. Why would you sign up for this out of the goodness of your heart? Yeah, I want to be part of that team. I'll look good in my resume. I don't know. I'm a real estate guy and I, why would a why would a cop want to do that? Get literally get something on his resume. Help me out, uh, fellow police officers. Why would you want to do that? You get a little extra something. Okay, I was a member of the team, probably right. Uh, the team is supposed to have twelve officers and two sergeants. And what does Portland have? Do they have Do they have nine hundred officers that are ready and available right now? Maybe I think it was eight hundred by the end of the year. Is what they'll be down to? I can't remember, but. Maybe it's a thousand. So um, having 12 officers and two sergeants doesn't seem like that would be a stretch. And yet it is. Meanwhile, nine residents named so far to monitor the team met Friday via video conference in an introductory session also got off to a bit of a rocky beginning. Now, why would that why would that happen? So we've got this we got this committee of cops and a couple of sergeants to oversee it. And then you've got this citizens committee to oversee the police officer committee. 
Mayoral aide Sam Adams, he's the one that was, uh, was he caught eating dinner without masks on with Mayor Ted? I think there was something about that. Mayoral aide Sam Adams, he helps out Mayor Ted. He set up the gathering, but said that he expects the members will hire their own staff and determine the scope of how they will review the work of the police. Here it is, the focused intervention team known as FIT. I like the, I like the FIT acronym, but is it, it's a focused intervention team of what? What are we focusing on? You need to have that in there. With the gun violence reduction team, I knew what that was about. Focused intervention team, they have on purpose made it just this bland, nondescript, ah, we're going to do some intervention along with some focusing and we've got this team. That's literally what they're doing, right? Let's make this as bland and as blase as possible because we want it to be inclusive of all people. I don't know. What are they even doing there? The city approved resurrecting uh, the gun violence team two months ago with a new layer of citizen oversight as shootings continue to plague Portland at a historic pace. How, How do you think that meeting went when the city is like, all right, guys, we've got a tremendous amount of gun violence going on here. I don't think we can hide behind the fact that we got rid of the gun violence reduction team any longer. I I think we got to relaunch that bad boy because man, these numbers are off the hook. I have so many of you guys sending me stuff. They're like, Hey, if Seattle doesn't get in, if Seattle doesn't get some more shootings and it's a horrible thing and it's totally in jest, we're not saying that we need more shootings in Seattle, but Portland is running away with this race with the gun violence, with the shootings. Portland is just far out ahead. They are like, they are one of those jackrabbits you send out at the beginning of a 10,000 meter race and track. They just go really far out. They carry that pace, but they're not really meant to be the winner of the race. They're meant to set the pace with the other people. And it's their job to just set a really hard pace. Portland is so far out ahead right now with shootings. I don't know if any I don't know if Seattle's going to be able to catch up. I don't think they are. But that's the whole point is that city of Portland is like, "Oh man, we need to resurrect that gun violence reduction team because this is not good." And for all the citizens being shot, this is horrible. And it's about time Portland did something. Um so far this year, 37 people have died in homicides, the majority killed in shootings, including one police fatal shooting. Last year at this time, five people had died in homicides, including one police fatal shooting. So those are your record numbers. And last year was not a great, great year. Although by this time, early June, we were just kind of in the beginning of the pandemic and the the shootings had not really taken off. In the first four months of the year, police have logged 348 shootings overall. The city disbanded the previous gun violence reduction team last year as part of a $15 million cut to the police budget, citing concerns about its disproportionate stops of people of color. And now we are putting the band back together. We're getting that team back together, but there aren't enough cops willing to volunteer for the team. A reconstituted uniform team will work seven days a week to do proactive enforcement directed by police intelligence to get guns off the streets, identify people involved in recent shootings, and interrupt the cycle of violence, according to a bureau memo. Get guns off the the streets. Good luck with that. That's never going to happen, but we always want to talk about it because that's the lip service that we provide to this. Identifying people involved in recent shootings, that's mainly what we're doing, right? And trying to prevent it down the road. That's that's what the gun violence reduction team does. Because you can always say, ah, yeah, we just 
we just got 10, you know, illegal guns off the streets. And the minute you're doing that, there's a 100 more coming online. People who want to shoot each other, they're going to find a way to get a gun. So it's not the guns, it's the attitude and the mindset of the people with the guns. And unfortunately, right now, you got a whole bunch of people with guns shooting each other in Portland. The new community oversight group, which will be known as COG, is expected to analyze and track the team's, uh, the police team stops and arrests. The city council approved 120 grand for a full-time crime analyst to work with the committee, but provided no additional dollars for the team. Do you want to stop violence in your city or not? What do you want to do? Do you want to sit around and reimagine and rethink it? Or do you actually want to get in there and make some changes? It looks like that we're on the cusp of just kind of talking about it. You'll be providing direction and, and advice to the officers, Adams told the group. He said the advice will also go to the police chief and mayor who serve as police commissioner. That's a weird one. I, I think it's really interesting that the mayor of Portland is also the police commissioner. And does that have any reflection at all on the statistics that Portland the gun violence has just skyrocketed? I mean, do we have anything there? It doesn't look good, does it? Um, I don't know. Is there some cause and effect there? No, I think you, you've just let shooting that shootings go on for far too long in Portland. And now you're kind of like, Oh, we got to play some catch up. We got to do something. Let's get the band back together. Let's get them on the road. Let's start touring again. And by band, I mean, any kind of team that focuses on the gun violence reduction. And, um, you know, in that same meeting where they were probably talking about getting the band back together, how do you think that went over? Hey, we already got rid of this team once. Why are we bringing it back? Oh, yeah, because the statistics on gun violence in our fine city is not something to be proud of. The mayor's office asked each city commissioner to recommend four names to the mayor for the 11 member group. But that's been slow going, Adam said. Does it does it look like there's a lot of slow going here? It does, doesn't it? I mean, we're just, we're not off to the races with this whole thing. Mayor Ted Wheeler and Commissioner Mingus Maps suggested names and Commissioner Dan Ryan nominated one person who attended the meeting. The other two commissioners have held back. Yeah, I don't, I, I was in favor of defunding the police and that hasn't worked out real well. But man, I don't really want my name associated with this committee because I don't think it's going to go all that well either. We need to really get something going, but I, I don't want to be involved. The initial members for the oversight group are Bree Condon, executive director of the Bradley Angel Domestic Violence Shelter. Jadra Hennessy, Director of Domestic and Sexual Abuse and Homeless Programs for the YWCA of Greater Portland. Kimberly Dixon, who chaired a group called Enough is Enough to Support Families Who Lost Members to Violence After Her Son, uh, was shot and killed in 2013. Lionel Irving Jr., an ex-gang member and community activist. Lakayana Drury, founder and director of the nonprofit Word is Bond, who also serves on the Portland Committee for Community Engaged Policing. Gina Ronning. All right. So and then Commissioner Joanne Hardesty has said that her office won't be involved in the group. She contends the move duplicates her efforts to create a citizen committee to track gun data and arrests as part of the local public safety coordinating council. How is that working out so far? How is that coming along? Is that that's in the process? We're reimagining, we're rethinking, 
But in the meantime, while we're doing that, gun violence going up, up, up and away, like Superman. Uh, <laughs> you got you got to do something here, folks. Hardesty also raised concerns about a proposal to allow the community group to meet in non-public executive sessions at times. All this fear mongering. Oh, we can't do that. Oh, we can't do that. While you got your citizens out there playing target practice with each other. Commissioner Carmen Rubio provided tentative names. But since the process started, our office position has been that the fit oversight group should not reinvent the wheel, but rather work within the oversight system that Commissioner Hardesty has been building, said Rubio spokesman Will Howell. The mayor's office has proposed that the group use executive sessions to discuss people identified by police as prospective shooters or who are at risk at becoming victims and how to best intervene. Why don't you let the cops handle that? That's kind of my thought. That's their job. They know how to do this. Um, the executive group, these guys are just going to get in the middle and monkey this up. Such discussions should be closed so that the group can closely examine law enforcement intelligence gathering and analysis and raise concerns about any bias or the quality of work by officers on the team, Adam said. Well, while you're worried about that, your citizens are over here shooting each other. Okay, so keep that in mind. I mean, that might that might be in the back of your head. All right, maybe we need to move this on a little bit faster than the pace we're at, which is the reimagining, rethinking, not attending the meeting, uh, not not being there and um, wondering why things are going south after you got rid of the gun violence reduction team. I'm just saying the group took no action on Friday. Friday was a day off. On Fridays, no action. They introduced themselves and heard a presentation from the city's equity manager. Well, that is, that's some strong work there. I mean, you got a little presentation from the city's equity manager. Okay. But you didn't really work on moving things along. Just saying your citizens are out there doing what we've already discussed, right? No officers attended. That was intentional, Adam said. When police do attend, they said it's gonna, he's gonna ask that they wear civilian clothes. Uh, okay. D this makes, does this make any sense to you? This makes no sense to me. Do you wanna stop people shooting each other? Or do you just wanna make everybody feel warm and fuzzy that you're doing something and, you know, you've got two people at a meeting and teleconferencing and, not really coming up to with anything, but you know, you get a nice little presentation from the city's equity manager. I mean, I'm sure that's all great. And you know, it does something somewhere for somebody. But you got your citizens out here doing what we've been talking about. As for the police team itself, the Bureau is still looking for officers with only three or four applicants to date. Huh? Is this shocking? No, it's not. It's not shocking at all. You already defunded the police and you got rid of the gun violence reduction team. You're starting from scratch. Good luck with that. Assistant Chief Jamie Retch is trying to recruit officers via email and individual appeals. How, what does that look like? Dude, I really need you on this team. We are struggling hardcore. I need to pull in a favor. Will you be on this team? I need some good officers. The deadline for officers to apply for the team was Thursday and passed with a dearth of applicants. So the deadline is likely to be extended as a result. I mean, who would have seen this coming? 
what cop in, what cop in their right mind would want to sign up for this? Oh yeah, let me add it. Ah, this is going to go somewhere. It's going to be good. We've got all this civilian oversight. What could possibly go wrong here? Now, this is, this is a message loud and clear to Portland and its leaders. Hey, you guys effed up. You need to square this away. And in the meantime, we're not running out to risk our lives to your political will. No, we're not doing that. The applicants must be reviewed by command staff, uh, said Sergeant Kevin Allen, a bureau spokesman. We expect to have an update on the topic next week. All right, it's, uh, we've got an update coming. We've got an update. We've got a presentation. We've got a meeting. We've got another meeting. We don't have any applicants. Uh, and the civilian applicants were short there. This is a debacle. Sergeant Ken Dulio, who had served on the prior gun violence reduction team and has advocated for a renewed uniform team, said officers are hesitant and cautious considering the perceived lack of support from city council. There you go. That's all you need to know. City council, this is on you. These numbers are on you. Not on the cops. It's on you. So what are you going to do? You need to reimagine and refigure it out, Johnny on the spot, because you got your citizens over here doing their thing, right? And it's not good. And it's not looking good. There's so much uncertainty and doubt, Dulio said. Do Yeah, I think so. Officers are cautious to go on a, to a unit like that and inherit this extra risk personally and professionally, especially when a lot of things haven't been worked out yet. Everyone recognizes the gun violence is in a crisis stage. And that it's important, meaningful work, but there's so many questions about what the expectations are going to be and what its parameters are. I don't blame the police for not, you know, running out and signing up for this. I mean, just, just being a police officer in Portland alone is enough of a risk, right? Hey, let me give you a little extra credit assignment. Eh, it might not work out all that well for you, but we'd really like you to take it on. Pretty please? No. Police Chief Chuck Lavelle has acknowledged that some officers may be reluctant to join the team in light of the heightened scrutiny and criticism of the former team. Do you think? I mean, <laughs> yeah, and that's why you've got no applicants. There are a lot of great people who did a lot of great good work, got guns off the street, had good relationships with people, and the work was criticized, the chief said in April. I think people remember that and they're mindful of that. And they wonder like, what would that mean for me and my career if this were to happen again? They don't want to take the risk. Everybody pointed at, at the cops and said, you guys are bad. We hate you. Please leave. We want to de defund you. We want to abolish the police. I mean, that's literally what these protesters have been saying since last May, right? And I mean, May of 2020. And the city leadership has just said, ah, yeah, just let them do their thing. It's okay. They're peaceful, mostly, except when they, you know, bash out the windows and loot the stores and graffiti things up and, you know, just have their violent outbursts and you know, hammer on the federal buildings, that whole thing. We all know about that. So what, what police officer in their right mind is going to say, oh, sign me up. This is a good one. I, I need to be there. That's not happening. And what do you think the city council is doing, is, is doing? Whew, how, how, how are we going to, how are we going to lower these gun violence numbers? This isn't a good thing. This is on our watch. Oh, maybe we'll just ignore it. Maybe, you know, maybe, maybe it'll just go away. Maybe, you know, can't we all just get along? Maybe that'll happen. 
I, I, I don't really know. In the meantime, let's just have some more meetings, maybe a presentation or two. Could you get a PowerPoint in there about something? Could could, could you do could you do a PowerPoint? No police officers though. No power. We just PowerPoint. Give me a good PowerPoint. We'll focus on that because this other stuff, ooh, it's committing, and we don't want to we don't want to commit ourselves. Adam said the team's officers won't engage in stop and frisks or compile gang designation lists. All right, but will they do? I'd like to hear that. He cited the findings of a study by the California Partnership for Safe Communities, a violence reduction group that examined homicides in Portland from January uh, 2015 to May 2019, and all shootings in 2018. Reagan Cunningham, senior partner at the California Partnership, said an estimated 100 people are directly involved in shootings and homicides in any given year in Portland. And in this year, it's got to be more. Instead of being an occupying army in neighborhoods, Cunningham said, police and outreach workers must figure out who are the people at the highest risk of becoming shooters or victims of shootings and then provide intensive engagement, including talking to them about their risk and how to reduce it with ser support services. All right. So this is the proposed plan. Do you need more than 12 cops out there doing this? Portland's pretty big, right? And you're not providing any more money to the to the department to make this happen. What? And this this again, this this makes no sense at all. I, I'm sorry. I'm a civilian. I am not a cop. I have nothing to do with the police, other than I get emails from police all the time going, "Yeah, yeah, this is ridiculous. Yeah, this this is silly." Because that's the general attitude. And so many police are like, man, I'm glad I got out. I got out just in time. I I had my whatever years uh, in and I was able to pull that trigger and I'm out. But now you've got a bunch of young people because they're the only ones that are left uh, in these police departments where you've got lack of support by city leadership. And all the departments are going to be run by young people here pretty soon because the old guys are old guys and gals. They're out of there. They paid their dues. They don't want to deal with this nonsense anymore. So you're just going to have an inexperienced, you know, crew of cops running around. You're going to have more shootings. You're going to have more car wrecks. You're going to have just inexperience. It's like in, in real estate. In real estate, you, you got to know what you're doing. And the only way you get to that point is by doing it time and time and time again. And you're going to have some car wrecks. You're going to have some shootings that are going to go sideways. In real estate, it's like, oh, we dodged that lawsuit. Oh, yeah. Okay. You screwed that one up, but we're going to be okay. Uh, learn your lesson and don't do it again. And that's what makes you a better person at real estate. It's selling real estate or appraising real estate. Repetitions, doing, doing the stuff. And uh, unfortunately, Portland has lost how many, you know, long-term seasoned, respected police officers? Because they don't have any support from the city or the citizens, for that matter, for a lot of this stuff. Because that vocal minority says defund the police. And that's worked out so swimmingly. So that's focused deterrence, uh, but it's very difficult to do and requires a tremendous amount of work, research, and political will to make it happen, she said during an online city presentation in April. We're talking about the police and the outreach workers. It's going to take more than that to get these numbers to slow. Guaranteed. It, you're going you're gonna to just need to put some more cops on the street. That's my bottom line. It's like, all right, you don't want people to, cops to wear uniform. It's like, what's wrong with you? It used to be a cool thing when cops showed up at school and, you know, police officer day at elementary school, whatever. 
But now everybody gets all worked up and oh, I'm fearful. Oh. Adam said he recognizes the reluctance by officers to be on the new team. This is scary because it's new, he said, it's going to take some time. It's new, but it's old because we just had the gun violence reduction team, which is what this is. But it's called something else very vanilla and very bland. Because we can't really describe anything anymore the way that, you know, describing it would actually describe it. So yeah, this is a this is this is going to take a while for Portland to get its act together. And this is not going to go well in the meantime. That there how's that for my, my blatantly obvious prediction, my blinding glimpse of the obvious prediction. Uh, <laughs> how hard is this? It's going to get worse before it gets better. And if you guys don't get, you know, behind some kind of program here, then these numbers are just going to keep going. We've got summer coming up. We've got summer coming up. That's when the shootings typically they really start to lift off. I mean, we're June 10th, you got another month and it's going to be hot in Portland. Well, another probably couple of weeks. Portland's always way more hot than Seattle. We've got, you know, July 5th is when our summer season here in, in Seattle kicks off literally the day after 4th of July. And sometimes even then it needs a little prodding and poking. But you've got summer coming. And you're sitting around giving presentations, and you're talking about stuff. It just kind of shows how little is really how little is really being focused on this issue. And in the meantime, the citizens are literally shooting each other. Uh, I read stories just, you know, it, it doesn't take a genius to figure out, all right, this is a, this is a crisis going on. And yet leadership is like, ah, well, let's study this a little bit more. And we need to reimagine and rethink something because when we're doing that, we don't actually have to get in and do the hard work, which is figure out a way to quell the actual gun violence. Do I have any direct answers? No, but I think what's going on here is just monkeying about, just monkeying about. And I understand the cops' reluctance to want to join something like this because they're like, hey, yeah, last time this, this ended in a total train wreck. Why would I sign up for that again? I, they're not. Clearly, they're not. You got a couple of cowboys and cowgirls who are like, ah, sign me up. I don't care. I'm all right with that. I can handle this. Look good in the resume, whatever. I believe in this. Somebody has been impacted that I know personally, I'm going to get behind this Hey, whatever their decision hats off to them. But I for the other police officers, I don't really blame them for being like, I'm going to hang on before I make a decision because you know, last time I didn't end all that well. And do I need more scrutiny in my position here in the Portland Police Bureau? Probably not. All right, that's it for me on this one. Um, but this storyline, that's going to keep on a going. There is no doubt about that. You're going to see more violence in Portland. You're going to see more violence across the United States because it's going that direction. It is not going the other way. And in the meantime, while we're doing all this uh, posturing and talking and Skyping and Zooming and presenting, other stuff's going on that probably needs a little more attention. I'm just saying. All right, that's it for me on this one. I'm out of here. I got to go talk about something to do with economics. I can't remember what it is, but I'm sure it's I'm sure it's pretty good. You want to tune into that. A guy saying, I'm sh pretty sure it's good. All right. Thanks so much for being here. Thanks so much for being part of the Seattle Real Estate Podcast. Until then, till we chat again, stay safe. I'll see you soon. Bye. 
forget to subscribe to our channel and hit the notification bell so you'll know when our next video is out.